Yes, what's going on, people? You're back with Business Podcast right now. It's your boy JT in the building, along with Des. And today we have a very, yeah. very special guest in the building. Building. If you want to introduce yourself, because we know who you are, but let the people know who you are. <laughs> no, that's cool. My name is Desiree Henry. I'm a female British sprinter. Uh, I guess you may know me for being on the Great Britain Olympic team, where we came away with a bronze medal and the 4 by 100 meter relay, as long as being uh, the national record holder for the 4 by 100 also. So, yeah, that's wow. me, Desiree. <laughs> wow, wow. Amazing. It's amazing. Um, I'll start with the first one. Just tell the people, how, how did you get into athletics? Like, how did it all start? What's the story? Um, just give a, a little bit of insight, background. I guess, like... For me, um, I grew up in North London. I went to an all-girls school called St. Anne's Catholic High School for Girls. And um, weirdly enough, being in an all-girls school, sport isn't very popular or whatever, but I just found that I was kind of good at it. And I was the one person in the class, if anything, that would get like excited for PE lessons and that kind of stuff. And um, I guess like my teacher saw my enthusiasm, decided to put me in a lot of sports. I realized my coordination isn't great. So when it comes to like <laughs> contact sports or whatever, nah, not here for it, I'm not very good. But athletics, more specifically running in a straight line or on the turn, now that I was really, really comfortable with and I found that I was very, very good at it. And um, yeah, just through the support of my PE teachers and just doing um, club champs and all that kind of stuff, I just went from winning a few races to a lot and um yeah, I feel like it's been an interesting journey along the way, but again, mm. it started off as something that I just genuinely enjoyed and was just kind of good at, and I wanted to turn it into a profession, if anything. Awesome. So when was it, when abouts did you know, like, that you wanted to become professional? Um, at what age? I would say it was about, oh, okay, year seven. So in oh, year wow. seven, are you, like, okay. 11? Wow, wow, wow. Pretty young. Or something like that. Yeah, so pretty young. From then, yeah. it was just kind of like... I want to be a professional athlete. I think it was either watching a few of the Olympics, whether it was 2008 Olympics and all that kind of stuff. Like I was watching it not only as a fan, but somehow, or there was something in my brain that was telling me, I want to one day be at these major championships and compete and just like those people. And mm. I guess at 11, 12, not a lot of people really understand, especially when you talk about careers and you have the mm, option mm. to be a doctor or this, that and that. Yeah, other. yeah, yeah. So stuck on no, I want to be a professional athlete, and I'm kind of oh. glad that it paid off. To be fair, yeah, yeah that's good. Props <laughs> standing up from the crowd. That's props. Massive kudos to you. Like, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. So, when was your first sort of um your GB debut? When did you get uh, like your first GB, GB vest? My GB debut. Oh my goodness! Wow, I'm very young, but when I get asked questions like this, I start to feel like I'm very old because I really got to feel think back because I feel like I've been in the game for a long time. So I think my first ever GB vest was 2011 um, World Youth Championships. That okay. was the first time I'd ever put on like the GB vest and also competed against um, people outside of the UK. So I wasn't mm. just doing county champs, but I was racing yeah. the Jamaicans, the Americans. The yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Many Desirees from all around the world. Like in that <laughs> yeah. environment, I felt like I was not special at all. We were all very yeah. good 
young sports people, young athletes and whatever. And um, yeah, it was at the World Youth Championships. I competed there in the 200. And that was incredible because I also ended up coming away with a gold medal there. And I think that was just a surprise wow. to myself, the country, the <clears throat> coaches, all of that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, that was a great memory for me. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Wow. So how old, you, how old would you have been then at that I age? when? How old, sorry? 15. Wow. Yeah. You were on World Youths at the age of 15. That is... Yeah. <laughs> that is mad. That's incredible. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And with you, when you said you're young, I, I, I actually didn't know how old you were. So yesterday I went, I went on, I went on Google, touched you in, had a little, had a look. It says 24. I said, yeah, because yeah, we've been to the <laughs> We've been seeing your face for quite a while. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. you've been to the Olympics and medaled. You've got a world championship, man. Literally. I'm thinking, oh, wow. at the age of 24. That, that's amazing. Yes, I am 24. Wait, can I ask, how old are you guys? I just turned 18. Okay, let me not say R oh, because you're a grown young man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, so you <laughs> can't. <laughs> 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 and how old are you, I'm, Destiny? I'm turning 19 in like three weeks, two, three weeks. Okay, I'm going to say R, oh, but also very, very cool. <laughs> wow, you guys are so young. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true, but it's you've, been killing it, you've been killing it at the same age because at 18, you were like, you were pretty much competing professionally and doing great things at 18 as well. So I guess. It's always good to yeah. start off from young. Yeah, she's showing me up massively. Exactly. <laughs> it's all good. Everyone has their own journey, their own path, their own whatever. It's true. So it's yeah. Good. Don't even compare yourself to me. No, it's no, true. no. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. That's amazing. I would then ask, so when did um, Adidas come into the picture? How did that happen? What was the process like? When did you first get that sort of offers i'm sure you had other brands that i wanted you etc just yeah um i feel like adidas has been a part of my journey i would say even from the age of around 14 um because i was obviously still in secondary school and college and like my mom was adamant in terms of making sure that i went to college and all that kind of stuff but i felt like from the age of around 14 they always kind of like sent me kit made sure that not only myself, but other people in my training group always had training clothes. So I guess they were just trying to build a relationship with me since then. And um, by the age of, I think I was 17, that's when I officially signed with them because I had the decision of going to university, which I was actually planning on going to. I was planning on going to Hertfordshire, had my accommodation and everything. Are you at Hertfordshire Uni? No, 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 I don't get it. You're going to Queens. <laughs> I just heard hearts. I was like, yeah, big up, big up. To be fair, we live in hearts. That's why that's why we're gassed, I guess. Yeah, we okay, okay. Yeah. I went to visit there. Absolutely nice, quiet, nice yeah. place or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Peaceful, Say it louder. <laughs> I guess I'm just sad that I didn't get to have the full experience or whatever of going to Hertfordshire and all that kind of stuff. But that's when, um, yeah, I signed with Adidas and they've just been a part of my journey ever since. But it's always been Adidas, I think just from a very, very young age. And when it was time to sign with a brand, it just felt more comfortable to kind of sign with someone who believe, believed in me when I was extremely young. And so, yeah, it's just been like a family kind of thing for me. 
Wow. That's amazing. And, and it's funny that because my dream sponsor is Adidas. I love Adidas since I was a kid. Yeah. And there's more my, more so my dad that, that kind of influenced me with that. And okay. I've never, ever worn anything other than Adidas in terms of spikes as well. And I just, I love that the brand so much. Is. Like, that is absolutely fantastic. Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I love Adidas to, to bits. I've seen so many people getting Adidas kit drops and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, how are you doing this? How? <laughs> How are you doing? Work this? hard. Work hard. <laughs> Obviously, there's a world of influencers and whatever, but I'm telling you, if you run fast and you work hard, they're watching already and mm -hmm. they're probably just figuring out the right time to reach out. So don't ever think or whatever a brand isn't watching you because they are always, always watching. So keep up the hard wow, work. That's I'm amazing. No, for sure. I will do. I will do. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. So with Adidas, it was. Did you ever get like caught up in like the fact that you're actually signed with Adidas? Did you ever get carried away? Because obviously you said you signed with them from 14. That's pretty young. And if I was 14 and signed with Adidas, I'd be getting, I'd be getting so carried away, showing off, gassing it. Look at me, Adidas repping. Da, 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 da. Like, what, what, were, what was your kind of mentality with that, with that sponsor behind your name? Do you know what? It was, I feel like even to this day, it hasn't completely hit me. And I think that's just coming from my background. Like I'm the youngest of um, four. So I've got three wow. older sisters. Wow, wow, and wow. I think even when I did get my kit, although it was for me, I ended up sharing it with my sisters or my, whoever was around me, my friends and yeah. that kind of stuff. So it was never just like, this is all for me, whatever. I feel like I've always had that feeling of, if you're close to me and I've got it, you've got it kind of thing. It wow, wasn't, I love that. I, love I that. get to start something next yeah. to the exact same thing kind of thing. Um, but sometimes it does take me back, like, whenever I get kit drops on whatever, like, wait, this is for me? Like, are you guys yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> those are yeah. the strange moments where I'm just like, wow, this, this brand really, really is interested in me. Yeah. But yeah, I don't feel like it's ever really got mm. to my head. Again, just because of the people around me. They will not mm. allow me to be big-headed either. No way. My people will tell wow. me straight away, wow. they're like, it's doing, you're doing too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. major humble and just grateful along the way honestly awesome mm, that's fantastic wow i would then sort of ask you so we'll, we'll go back a few years or cut a few years so rio 2016 yeah i don't know i'm not even gonna try to do the maths of how old you would have been it's probably not that hard but but what was what was that like it must have been your first olympics yeah. huge stage rio in a foreign country Represent your country, all of that stuff. What was that like? What was what was that? Yeah, just give us a picture. Um, do you know what? I feel like it was obviously hands down one of the best memories of my whole entire life and career because mm -hmm. again, it was just one of those things that I wrote down on paper in terms of to one day be an Olympian. It's always the dream and the vision that I've had since I was younger. And to actually mm -hmm. be there is one thing, but then to be on the track competing is another. And I guess like the best memory for me was um, the four by 100 final. So I was on yeah. second leg in the relay. And I just remember looking to my left and right, I had Elaine Thompson who had just become yeah. Uh, world 100 and 200 meter, or Olympic 100 and 200 meter champion, yeah. Alison Felix, Daphne Schiffers, all of the, Michelle Lier, like all of these women that throughout the years I've kind of looked up to. Mm. And then in lane four yeah. is Desiree Henry with Great Britain. <laughs> and just like, wow. 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 <laughs> like this is honestly crazy. But again, it's, I 
just felt like I owe it to myself and my country and whatever to literally run out there and do my best. It was just wow. like, yeah. there's only four people or four girls that get chosen exactly. to be on the track in a final. Mm. And I just took that honor so, so seriously. And I just thought, no, I've got to give it my all. But mm. I guess even the even better feeling of was watching uh, my teammate Daryl, because she was on last leg in the relay, yeah. when she like crossed the line in third, I burst out crying because I was just like, okay, not only am I an Olympian, but now I'm an Olympic medalist. And again, it's really happened. It's really come true. This is absolutely so good. Um, But even to this day, I don't know why none of the other girls cried because I felt (laughs) like that was a very (laughs) But I was clearly the only one. Um, But yeah, it's honestly just that feeling of putting in all of the hard work throughout the years and it has Mm. never been an easy journey and whatever I've had major ups major Mm. downs but just in that one moment just to have already made the team was an accomplishment in itself but then again yeah to come away with a medal was just really the cherry on top like the best thing I think I've done fantastic fantastic how long were you in Brazil for I imagine you went down early and everything and you probably had some training sessions and all that kind of stuff so all in all, how long were you guys there for? I think we were there for about a month altogether. Like, yeah, three okay. weeks, just enough time to settle in, enough time to acclimatise to the time difference, because I think that mm-hmm. was, like, the biggest thing. I don't know if it was, like, 10 hours or whatever. But it was a very, very, yeah. very big um, time difference. And, yeah. of course, the weather, acclimatising um, that way to the food. It's all these different things that, yeah. you know, mm. we're going to be there for a long time. And especially because the relay is the last event, we're going to be there for quite a while anyway. Um, yeah, it took about three, four weeks for us to literally adjust to everything so that by the time we got to the track, it just felt like this is home in a way. Like, we're mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the one definitely, yeah. definitely. Did you have a lot of downtime as well then? Did you have a lot of time for you to just kind of chill, relax? Or not really. Downtime, but my downtime was um, basically I just slept a lot. Honestly, fair enough. If I wasn't training, (laughs) I'd be in my room sleeping. If I wasn't, I don't know, seeing the physio or doing a running session again, Mm. I was just sleeping because I just thought this is the time where my body needs to be the freshest, the best condition it's ever been. And of course, sleep and all that kind of stuff is extremely important for recovery. So um, yeah, that was at least fun for me. You just got to sleep a lot. Fantastic. Wow. So then the following year, you got world champs in London. Yeah, that was How dope. was that? that was dope. Just having it in London as well, be it in your home area, your home yeah. country, like that. And the crowd, I saw, I've seen a lot of the announcements, like when people do the 100 or the relay and then they announce a Great Britain team or a Great Britain athlete, the crowd going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what like, you the, are, the feels. Crazy. Like you, you just watching that from like your couch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, wow, it was again kind of out of this world because we had already come off of such a high in 2016. We thought it couldn't get any better. But then 2017 came around and the World Championships in London. Um, But the British crowd, I feel like in the UK, athletics is really respected and supported, which is why we were so lucky to have such a full stadium full of British fans. And like you said, once Team GB gets announced, it really is a roar. Mm. And even right before the relay, when they officially like announced us in lane whatever, it was just like, these people are cheering for me. They're cheering for <laughs> us and the girls. Like, yes, like, come on, let's go. Like, that's yeah. pumped up like, okay, I'm here to represent my country. Like my, everyone is watching. It's time to go. It's time to have fun. 
it's time to execute and yeah we did pretty darn well at that yeah. championships just for the fact that we were also able to improve um from rio and come away with a silver and it was just like okay like we mean business clearly like the power of having or being in your home country with a home crowd is honestly incredible so which one yeah. of those would you say is most memorable because obviously world champs you guys got the silver the guys got the yeah. gold but in yeah. Rio, Rio was a young squad. <laughs> so which one do you like say was the most memorable or your favorite kind of memory? Um, I'm going to have to go with the Olympic medal because okay. again, okay. some people may think you're crazy for even putting it on your list, but when you're <laughs> even, when you're able to achieve it, it's just yeah. like, I yeah. really did it. So yeah, yeah, Olympic medal for sure. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> that is great. So then I'm kind of asking, you guys are senior athletes, the girls, the guys, are you all sort of quite close-knitted, would you say? Are you, is, or is it a case of you go to the competition, you're with each other for that period, and then you don't really see or speak after it? Or, or is, it, is it really like a, a family group kind of setting sort of thing? I think so. I think like what's been great is that throughout the years, we've always had like a relay camp. And during that relay camp, we're literally together for maybe two weeks at a time or whatever. And we do team bonding exercises and all that kind of stuff. But we are close in that way. But like for me personally, because in years past, I've always been based abroad, whether it was in Florida, whether it was in the Netherlands, I never really got the opportunity to hang out with, with the girls outside of training and competitions and all that kind of stuff. But I just feel like we've all got that common understanding that we need each other to make something work and so there's no animosity or anything mm. like that it's just like mm. just respect for each and every person that is there because of mm. course you have new people coming in and again mm. you respect that person because you're just like i know what you had to go through in order to get here or even get noticed get this position and whatever um but i think it also depends on your training group so like now i think what is it, Asher and Amani are um, training together. So of course, naturally, them guys are going to be a bit closer mm -hmm. um, to each other. But I also, yeah, I think it depends on who you're training with and where you're based, because some people are based in Loughborough, some people are based in London. Um, but yeah, but it's all good across the board. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. That's really, really good. I like it. That's the type of team setting, trying to achieve a similar goal, trying to uplift each other, bring each other up, that sort of thing. I think it's great. That's, that's one of the things I really, really love. Um, yeah. So then I kind of ask, going off of 2017, talking 2018, 2019, give us a little bit of a summary of what those next two years were like for you and kind of then branching off into, I know you just come back from an injury. So yeah. maybe touch on that a little bit of what happened, how long you were out for, the effect on it, so that people can kind of understand a little bit of what you went through and, where you're at now if that makes sense yeah um well with i had i've had two so far but um from as long as i can remember in terms of starting the sport i've always had pain in my knees at the front and at behind and the behind of them and i had like these things called baker cysts so they're two small little like or they're small nodules that for me, they fit in right behind my knees. So like when you bend and straighten, it would like flick over my tendons and whatever. And it was just like extremely uncomfortable. Um, but it's something that I've always tried to manage, whether it was through um, having injections, specific massage um, techniques and this, that and the other. But interestingly enough, in, in 2017, 
um, I was already running kind of, I say injured because the pain from these little nodules just became unbearable and all of the stuff that we had used in the past to manage the pain, it just wasn't working. And I kind of knew that um, after the world championships in London, that I was going to have surgery. And so that was a kind of like, I think extra motivating thing as to why I really, really wanted to do well in London, because mm -hmm. I knew what was coming after. But then I also knew that the rest of my future is like uncertain and whatever. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, London was in August, the World Championships. And then in November of 2017, I went in to have my first surgery, which was um, on my left and right legs to remove the baker cysts, the little nodules behind my leg. And, mm -hmm. um, that was a very, very scary experience because it was both of my legs being surgically repaired or whatever at the same time. And I think it was just more so like, I always remember coming out of the surgery and seeing like both of my legs bandaged up. And then obviously the doctor saying, now we've got to learn how to be able to walk again because you can't wow. let the, um, the stitches like set in one position. Like you've got to keep them moving or whatever. Yeah. You've got to keep them mobile. And I just was like, dude, I don't need to learn how to walk. I need to learn how to sprint. I need to learn how to get out of blocks. I need to learn how to do um, box jumps, this, that, and the other. But um, that was extremely interesting because I already knew that I would have to sit out the season. And I think that was the Commonwealth year, so 2018 Commonwealth. And that was very, very hard to sit on the sidelines as I've got like ice packs and whatever on my knees, again, doing slow exercises to bend and straighten my leg. Um, and just, yeah, having to do all of that whilst watching my teammates go out and kill it because they came away with the gold at the Commonwealth. And it was that feeling of excitement and happiness. And I just kept thinking, okay, your time's gonna come. You will be back, you will be back. T 2018, I think I ended up having one or two races at the end of the year and I did those in China. Um, and it wasn't great. I think more so because I definitely rushed my rehab when I shouldn't have. Mm. Um, and I have that problem now in the sense of rushing rehab, but thankfully this time it's actually paid off, but I'll get into that anyway. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, at the end of 2017, I was able to finish with a couple of races. Um, again, wasn't great, but it was something. So I was just like happy to, to be back on the track again. And then leading into 2019, my body was technically fine, um, but I just basically needed to get faster. And then that's when I moved to a different training group. So I moved to Florida and um, training was going really, really well there. And it was just a week before trials. And this was the trial for the world championships in Berlin. Um, and my goal was just to make it back to the relay team. Cause once I can make it back to the relay team, then I can progress and then think about individuals for the next year. And then I thought the Olympics is next year. Like everything was part of the plan. Anyway, a week before trials, I was just doing box jumps and my knee dislocated on one of the box jumps, which is a freak accident. Again, something that I do all the time, but I don't know why on this particular day it decided to dislocate. And, um, I just remember thinking like, what on earth? Like I didn't plan for this. This is not part of the plan. I've literally got trials coming up. What am I gonna do? This is the time where I'm meant to be able to perform in order to make the world championship team, this, that, and the other. And um, it got to trials. My knee was still ridiculously swollen. Um, and I had ruptured something at the front of my knee when I did um, dislocate it. And it basically meant that every time again, I bent and straightened my knee, 
the kneecap would get like stuck on one side and you would either have to like push it or like shake it around in order for it to go back into the right position. And that was extremely uncomfortable and whatever. But I would admit, I'm very, very stubborn about a lot of my stuff. And I was just like to my team, how can we fix this? And they said, Des, we can try and tape it up. But honestly, you need surgery right now. I wasn't trying to hear surgery. I was trying to hear, yeah. let's get on the track and yeah. let's tape this up. Yeah. So yeah, so at trials in 2019, we taped up my knee. Um, I competed in the 100 there. I was just grateful for every round because I knew that my body wasn't 100%, but my mind was still like, I believe I can do this. Like, <laughs> like yeah, my leg may not be 100%, but I refuse to not give it everything I got. I'd rather fail whilst trying than give up before anything has happened. And so I made mm. it through the first round of the 100. Very, very happy about that. And then in the semi-final, I just thought, this isn't looking very good. Obviously, people are starting to run a lot faster. What's going to happen? I ended up making it to the final of the 100. And there, again, with my limping self, with my new tape, I was still like, I want to make this team. I want to basically give it everything I got. Long story short, yeah. I didn't make the team. I think I ended up coming like eighth in the final. But it was just like a relief in a way that I tried to give it everything I literally had. And I guess my next focus was, having surgery once again, at least on one knee rather than two knees, and then just thinking of plans for the future. And so um, at the end of 2019, I think after them guys came back from the world championships, I had surgery again. Um, yeah, that was in November. So last year, had surgery in November. And then um, I had literally just been rehabbing like hell. And I think because of the type of surgery that I had, I was allowed to exercise like quite intensely right after in comparison to my other surgeries. I was meant to like completely rest it. Right. Yeah. But this time the doctor said, as long as it doesn't hurt, and I was just trying to push my pain tolerance level to a crazy level. But um, yeah, I was just kind of focused on getting back or not only getting back, realizing that the Olympics 2020, which was 20, 2020, yeah. was next year. And I thought, this is my goal. I'm about to go for it. I'm about to try yeah. and make my team this that, and the other so i guess for someone like me hearing the news that the olympics is going to be or was postponed until next year 2021 i just kind of saw that as a blessing in disguise for the fact that i didn't have to rush my rehab as much and i could um realistically plan properly for the next olympics which is next year so um this is where i am right now I've been able to have one competition, which is absolutely great and fantastic in the sense of my body's in one piece. I think I have a competition for the next few weekends, including British trials, I think the 4th and 5th of September. And so um, it's just keeping my body healthy right now. My knee is healed extremely well after surgery, which is great. God, and it's God. now just trying to push, push the limit every single training session, every single competition, because... Yeah where you run your fastest times is not in your comfort zone. I'm telling you that it is mm. in a place where you basically have never taken your body to before. And in order to reach that place, you've got to condition your brain, you've got to condition, condition your body. And I feel like that's what I'm basically doing now. That was a lot wow. of speech, but yeah. <laughs> no, that was proper. I feel like inspired. Like, I feel like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, you've been through a lot of injuries. So how have you, yeah, that, yeah, what have you had from me. like family, like, no. from like friends? Like, what support have you had to, like, kind of come back from those injuries? Because you've obviously gone from winning loads of medals to now, obviously, getting 
like having surgery, quite a lot of surgery during the last two years. So how, how have like family or friends or even um, like other athletes helped you in kind of recovering from that? Yeah, I feel like the biggest support has definitely been from my family. And second of all, Adidas, because mm. they understand the sports such as injuries happen or whatever. And it's very, very easy to drop athletes during a time like that. But I just think I'm very fortunate that they still believe in me. They see youth on my side and whatever, and that I can come back. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely been a time where I've had to rely on my friends and family because mentally it's extremely hard like you go from what you feel like is the greatest years to again learning how to walk again and you're just like how did I get here in such a short space of time and it's through prayer it's through again talking to my friends talking to my family like those have been like the main aspects that I feel as though that has like contributed and helped me to even basically get to this point wow that is fantastic. That's 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 incredible. The fact that you said prayer oh, as well, let, letting the people know. Hundred percent. Oh, a thousand. But I prayer, love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah, because you have a lot of yes. time to yourself, but you just realize, like, I've always known from the beginning, my luck. Uh, well, not my luck. My talent, my speed, my life, or whatever. I owe that to God. This didn't just happen out of the blue and whatever. And it's just like, that's when, you know, you've got a call on him, not only during the great times, which you naturally do, but during the down times and not only God help me get back. It's just like, help me be a better person. Help exactly. me clear my heart. Me, help me yeah. clear my mind. Help yeah. me help others. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. Like, that's, that's incredible. Journey. <laughs> 100%. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'll take you to places. You may not like it, but it's what you learn from it. And it's the things that you take from it. They, they then change you forever, which is amazing. Amen. And seeing how like positive you are with it as well. This fantastic. Um, which then leads me to ask, are you then training? Are you now based in, in, in England then? Are you staying here now to train for, for the foreseeable future, etc.? Yeah, that is the plan. I made that decision in January of this year and then lockdown happened. So I was just kind of like, well, I was planning to be here anyway. So not too much <laughs> yeah. is affected. Yeah. But um, yeah, I am based in the UK for now and the foreseeable future. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really, really, really good. Because I saw you, I was at the competition. Josh, you don't know this. Basically, I, I competed... Um, Sunday, Sunday, yeah, yeah Sunday, like, just, 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 yeah, just this Sunday that's just gone. Uh, I get there, um, I'm waiting in the little queue thing because you have to, the way they did it was weird. You have to wait in this little queue thing to get in. I see an athlete pull up, she's wearing whole Adidas and all this and that. And I'm thinking, yeah, she's definitely sponsored. Then I look again and I'm like, where do I know her from? And I flashback, my mind just hit some huge flashback. Rio 2016, World Championships 2017. And then I remember, oh my gosh, that's Desiree Henry. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> what is she what is she doing it? And I'm like, no, that's crazy. And I we caught when we went in, I caught on eye contact with you once and you smiled. And I was like, oh she's okay. nice, that's great, that's fantastic. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> because um awesome. I just I didn't know what to expect. And I was thinking, wow, that's crazy. She's she's here. She's here. I, I, I was just so shocked and I was thinking, you yeah. know what? Now that I've seen her, I, I'm, whenever I next get the opportunity, I'm going to shoot her a message to get her on here because I was thinking, I haven't seen you in a, in a while. I want to know what's, what's popping, what's been going on. So it's just, everything happens for a reason. I think everything that was, happens for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's incredible. That's really oh. good. Yeah, that, that made my day. I was, I was so happy um, to kind of see you back and running and everything like that and yeah. healthy and everything, which was great because... Um, like I hadn't, I just hadn't heard anything for like a while because yeah. new teams, like you say, new people are coming in into the sport all the time, new programs, this and this and that. 
Um, so, no, it's just fantastic. Yeah, slowly um, my comeback, that's all. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Are you going to look to double up with the one and the two and the relay, or are you just seeing how it goes? Sort of um, in terms of doubling up, I know I won't be doubling up at um, trials this next month, actually. But um, when it comes to like the Olympics and whatever, I think that's definitely like my initial plan to to double up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like I've got an, enough time to strengthen my body. I'm familiar in both events. I think that's what it is. But it's just like unlocking what has been there in the years past and whatever and just yeah, just trying to connect the body that I have now to the body that I had back then. So that's definitely the plan to double up. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's really good to hear. I'm really looking forward to, to watching that. Um, especially for trials. You're doing the 100, you said, at trials. This trials, I don't know what I'm doing as yet. Like, I've been invited and accepted to both. But um, me and my coach are literally going to decide, I think, like, the eve of the championships or the trials, um, what I'm going to do, just because I've got a few more races lined up. And it's ultimately what I feel like more comfortable in um, at the time. So, yeah, I'll be doing either or, either or. Either or, no, that's really good. Are you in a a sort of frame of mind and in a sort of situation where you feel you're able to contend? Or is it kind of like, see see what happens or... Were you unsure or? Um, I think it's some, not necessarily a see what happens thing, but I just know realistically it's just about bringing my times down right now. And for me, I really prefer to race a lot because I feel like that's how I'm able to like get myself back into shape, be used to or get used to being mm. in the environments after so many years and mm. this, that and the other. Um, but I feel like you should never take off um contending off the list at any championship because ultimately mm. anything can happen Fourth starts happen exactly. injuries happen this that and the other and i feel like that's just like by default it's always in my head um that if i am gonna race you race to win you know you should never race oh to yeah lose i don't care if you've got one leg or whatever like mm. belief <laughs> is real um but i think the championships also will just be a chance just to yeah feel how my body is and just to again try and bring down my times as best as i can and with that then i feel like anything is possible really 100 percent. that's really good i'm looking forward to to watching that um i'm so glad i'm not going because it's the weekend of my birthday oh basically i went to trials last year it was it was great it was so cool i got the invite and i got to um this this year was a bit sticky because of everything with covid the the standard they lowered the standard a lot from what it would have been because they didn't want too many people coming. So I wasn't, um, I didn't quite reach that standard yet. And I wasn't one of those that was going to try and contend to go, because there's some athletes in the age group that are able to go because of other times. I don't know, sometimes it's a bit above and stuff. Um, But particularly, I didn't really want to go. Okay. Um, Mainly just because it's the weekend of my birthday. I always try to give myself that. (laughs) Yeah. Nice, Um, nice. What have you got planned? I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, an amusement park with like a bunch of my friends. Oh, nice. Um, Are you going to the park? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the park. Yeah, it's going to be sick, I'm nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yes, yes. I just, cool. like, I just like to give myself that day to kind of not do anything athletics related. I mean, I love athletics. It's my, it's, I love it so much. It's my passion. But yeah, yeah. I wanted to just give myself that day to, to not do anything, to not have to compete or train or whatever it is. It, I just prefer it that way. I mean, if it's a situation where I'm, I'm pro and I have to compete, yeah, of course I do. But if it's avoidable, yeah, yeah, 
And um, I, I prayed. I, I prayed about it. I was like, God, if you really want me to go, then I'll go. If not, please let me have the day off. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was well, the situation. But I will be. Birthday. Thank you. Um, but I will be watching. I'm going to watch. I, I love watching Champs. I've, I've always enjoyed watching it and seeing it live last year was just incredible. And that, being a part of that and being in the warm-up area and I did something really stupid. <laughs> Oh, this one here. So <laughs> I had a little bit oh. of a fan, fanboy moment. So I get in the warm up area. I'm seeing all these athletes. <laughs> this story was so funny. Perry shakes Drayton has just plopped herself right next to me on the left. <laughs> she's plopped herself to me on the left. I'm like, whoa, Perry shakes Drayton is sitting next to me. She did. She smiled at me as I was like, oh my goodness, these people are so nice. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm, I'm just walking over casually. Dina is doing her strides, coming down, the, coming down, yeah. I really wanted to speak to her, just say hi, chat to her, see how she's doing, this, this, and this. Uh, I'm silly. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. So, she's doing a warm-up thing. She was kind of, she just did a stride and she was walking back. And then silly me in, in, in this, in the huge one period, I just shout, Dina! Really loud. I didn't realise how loud I was being. I don't know what is wrong with me. I said, Dina. She turns around. She kind of gingerly turned around. She was, it was almost like she was shocked. Someone just shouted her name. She's probably she's warming up for the semis or the final. I don't know what she's warming up for. Oh, something. no. And then um, she turns around. And, and I, when she turned around, I kind of got starstruck. I was kind of like, you know when you're like, imagine like a puppy and that's like scared. I, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a shy person. Ask anyone. I'm not a shy person. I, talk, I normally talk to anyone. I'll do what I want. But in that moment, I was like, oh no, what have I done? Because I, I she's warming up, I can't strike a combo now. She turns around and, and I just go, hi. <laughs> <laughs> she goes hi, and then I was gonna say something else, but she'd already turned back around, and I, I was just like, "Oh no, I've messed it up! I've messed it up! Oh, oh no, <laughs> it's over for me!" <laughs> so, <laughs> if she ever watches this, uh, she'll, that is she'll a real, definitely real, recall real that. That was, wow. and to this day, I was just like, "Wow!" So, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was very crazy. It <laughs> Yeah, it <laughs> it's just so surreal when you see these athletes you watch on TV and then you see them in real life. But I just, I'm just like, wow, that's your that's crazy. Your instinct was just to call out. <laughs> Literally, you call out, Dina. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, to this day, I, I can't even comprehend what I was what I was thinking. But I tried, you know. <laughs> It's all good. To remember. It's all good. You live and you learn. It's all good. It, exactly. It's, it's a part of it all. It's a part of it all. Yeah, I think I've asked you pretty much everything that I've asked that I kind of want to know for now. But yeah. I want to leave some stuff for when we do the next one. Mm. Can touch on some other stuff, yeah. sort of outside of athletics. I wanted to keep this one more within it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unless Josh, you have any more. Yeah, I was going to ask two more. Um, on a more personal thing, how has quarantine been for you? Because I saw your workouts with your mum. That was, like, super awesome. I was like, I need to, like, if my mum could hop yeah. on that as well, I'd be like, but well, she's obviously not willing, so we move. Um, but, yeah, how, how's quarantine been for you? <laughs> um, well, I would say with quarantine, it has actually been very, very interesting because this is the first time, I think, since the age of 17 that I've actually been back home because wow. I have been used to living abroad, yeah. living away and whatever. And so it's just been a nice time to like connect with my family and actually see them, whether it's 
via Zoom or whatever, but just kind of be around a home environment. And when it comes to my mom, it's actually quite interesting because she's obviously seen me train and see my training routine now. I was just like, mom, you just can't keep watching. You've got to get in on this. And, (laughs) And that's when we came up with the exercise videos routine because I wanted to make sure that she would be consistent for at least four weeks. That's what I told her. What I want is four weeks of hard work and four weeks of training. And um, just by making videos, it was fun. It was enjoyable, not only for me, but for her. And just for her to... um, experience what it's like to train no he wasn't out doing olympic lifts and speed training and whatever but it was just general fitness which i think is like everyone should kind of add in their lifestyle or life days and i think for her it just proved that you can add some exercise in the day and no you don't need to be an olympic athlete or anyone like that and i was just like mom look your daughter is a sports person the least (laughs) you could do is a little bit for 20 minutes a week that's all i asked for so but no that was actually really really nice that's awesome that's super dope that's that's incredible and so what was your second one oh um my second question was like what is kind of your vision going forward because obviously this is this podcast is entitled visions podcast so i guess what is like within athletics or outside of athletics what do you see yourself doing even after you retire like within or outside of the sport like um post athletics life and whatever i feel like i'm definitely going to be very very involved in the sport and especially just giving back to the younger community because mm. i realized that at a very young age i was given a lot of help and i feel like not a lot of not a lot a lot of other young athletes were given help opportunities and whatever and i think because i was fortunate enough fortunate enough to be fast at a young age sometimes it's the kids that aren't necessarily the ones that are fast at 15 16 or whatever but like if they have potential and they that they could be great in the future i would just want to be able to support them so whether it's providing kit whether it's providing mental help seeing a counselor or whatever it's just i guess providing a, a safe environment and a healthy environment for an athlete to just truly grow progress in in into being the great athlete that they want to be because yeah as I said I was very very lucky to have so many people around me but I also acknowledge that and I would just want to be that gap that no everyone gets some the same amount of help everyone gets the same amount of support and I think that's that's kind of my feel so it'll be more like in a charity direction but Mm -hmm. for the little things that I've been able to give back so much already it just honestly fills my heart with just so much happiness and joy and whatever i just want to maintain that and it's a, like it's a positive addiction i feel like in a way to want yeah. to help people yeah. to want to support them and you don't have to That's have so a lot good. whether it's words whether it's a little bit of time like mm. there's so many different ways that you can give back to young people and whatever mm. like that's basically that's what i want to keep doing yeah yeah well, i think it's incredible it's, it's cool right. because no no go ahead <laughs> I've got one question from our Q&A. Are you going or am I going? Okay, sorry. I'll, I'll let you... Yeah, I was going to say, um, I've seen a post of when you you um, you helped out um, some young girls you gave. Um, one of them was Orla Brennan, some kit and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought that was incredible. Orla, she's she's brilliant. Um, a good friend of mine through the ACE program. She's a fantastic athlete. I always tell her how great she is and that she's going to do amazing things. And she really is like incredible. So I saw that and I was thinking that's, that's just an amazing thing. So... Uh, hopefully, yeah. I'm going to make sure that she watches this. I think she'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so shout out all of Shout out all of <laughs> But no, it's just like little things like that. You don't yeah. realise 
mm. how it can help someone. I just remember receiving my first small box of kit. It just felt like Christmas had come early. It just wow, meant yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. It meant someone had believed in me, this, that, and the other. Oh, and if yeah. I can pass that joy on and whatever, you hope it would be like the domino effect that when that person maybe gets to a stage in their life, again, they may not have a lot, but something to pass over to the next generation, that they actually do that mm. because they know what it felt like when they received something and whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. That's so good. Something so, everyone should strive to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was your one, Jake? Uh, yeah, Jake? we had one of our questions. One one question from one of our followers, Leo. Hold tight, Leo. Um, he asked. So he's interested in like the sports science aspects of things. Um, mm -hmm. So he. This is quite a hefty question. Um, so he's basically saying, "Do you like because with." athletics or because with sprinting specifically you guys have like one kind of or a skill that you're trying to repeat like running in a straight line like repeating that because that's different to like things like football where you're in different game situations how do you do you like enjoy running do you sprint because you enjoy kind of practicing and repeating that technique or do you do it because you want to win and compete and win medals and stuff like I, I think that's what he's getting at yeah um from what i'm taking away from this one i think that the stage that i'm in now i sprint and run fast to correct my technique whereas in the earlier days it was more so didn't care what my technique looked like i just wanted to run yeah, yeah. <clears throat> run to win that's yeah. what it is but now i've kind of realized in order that's same feeling as there but in order for that to happen it's more of technique is what allows you to win it's technique that allows you to run fast chase medals be in contention for a medal and this that and the other and i just think when you look at i love studying the sport i am um, i will study the likes of shelly ann fraser asa mm -hmm. papal all that kind of stuff i'll watch videos over and over again and it's mm -hmm. of course they're the, some of the greatest athletes of our time and whatever and you're able to pick out a few things that is common amongst them and amongst the likes of Usain Bolt and whatever. And that's how you're able to like kind of create your own recipe of these are the essentials needed to run fast in sport. And if you can um, ha add these few things to your own style or whatever, then you can maybe have uh, a little bit of Alison or a little bit of Alison in your running, a little bit of Shelly Ann Fraser in your running, a little bit of Asa Power in your running. And ultimately you create like your own style, but ultimately you're going to run mm. fast and whatever. So I think it's important to study other athletes because the sports science side or the technical biomechanical side is extremely important. And again, all of these athletes, they show you what you need and how to run fast and whatever. Mm. Um, but again, ultimately, the goal is to run fast to win. Yeah. I hope that answers. Yeah, I hope that answers your question, Leo. Um, so. DM me oh. if it doesn't. We'll get, yeah. We'll, Ask yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was it. Awesome. Yeah, that was it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for coming on and answering our questions and just being a part of this. It was amazing. Um, when I sent the message, I wasn't sure if I was going to get a response. Some people don't really check their DMs. Sometimes messages yeah. don't go through, stuff like that. So yeah. I went out on a whim. <laughs> I thought we had to take risks and chances. So I was like, yeah, definitely. Um, so thank you so much for that and for your time. No, and, thank um, you guys 
for having me. This has actually been really, really great afternoon answering your guys' questions and just being able to open up on whatever. You guys are the next generation. So again, if there's any ways that I can support and help, please do let me know. Obviously, I don't have my organization as yet, but whether it's putting you in contact with specific people and whatever, like there is always something I can do. And so never mm. feel a way or whatever to just reach out and ask ultimately. <laughs> No problem. Well, well, I will do. Fantastic. Um, well, last thing, is there any question you had for us? I've never asked this, but anything that you wanted to know or any question yeah. you had? I want to know what was your guys' like favourite... Okay, if there's one competition, what was your favourite competition and why? So, who wants to go first? I'm not going to lie. I'm not a sprinter like that. I used to sprint. I used to do athletics. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I saw Destiny's face when you asked the question. I was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Oh, you looked at her. You looked at her. You, you, you kind of, you're like, ah. <laughs> I'll let this go first. I'll, I mean, I'll let this go I'll, first and last. <laughs> I'll answer. Okay. Um, my favourite competition. I've got, it's a two-part. Okay. Uh, last last year, English schools, um, just because of how what had led up before that, and the things that were riding on it, and things like that, and the year before, having come out the year before, I had I got two silvers, and I really wanted to get two golds, and I wasn't able to do it. And then last year, I was able to come out with two golds in in my individual and in the relay as well so it was amazing and then just Drop the build up for that. There, you got two golds nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah which was just incredible and some all a lot all the other people quite a few other people on the team as well came out with gold medals and just our relay performance and everyone as a whole like toby shout out toby shout out marley shout out josh wood mm -hmm. shout out all of the the members of the hearts team um that we just it was just a really great chance and then my second one would be coming off of that be getting my first GB vest last year at the Manchester International uh, and we won a medal with the relay as well and being in that team setting and <laughs> yeah uh, be, being on the team with um, a friend of mine Toby again who lives he's kind of from our respective area and hearts as well competes with me me and him have been competing back and forth for years so being on that team with him from someone that you know so well and kind of going through those steps to get to that level together exactly it was just it, yeah it was just fantastic and everything that came with that, meeting all the people I've met, like um, Sharon Morris and all the other coaches like that, like all of them that were so supportive and nice. And it just it was just fantastic. And getting the kit come to my house and my door, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like I said, it's like Christmas. I'm thinking I have all of this stuff. Um, yeah, I still keep it all in my room. I just kind of, every now and then, I just kind of look at it. I'm just like, my goodness, God, I'm so blessed. Thank you so much. Mm. Um, and it keeps you grounded. It keeps you so well grounded. Mm, so um, those will probably be... Yeah, but as time goes on, that, that's definitely going to change. Yeah. Um, so you got to yeah. start somewhere. At least you have, you've got positive stories and great ones too. Oh, thank you for sharing. No, no problem, no problem. Josh, give me your background. Why why isn't sprinting your thing? Listen, uh, to be honest, I've always been a football guy. Um, I've always played football. Okay. Like, that is literally my number one sport. However, because I am fast, I am seen as a fast guy. You know, I did athletics on the side as well, like up until around year six, year seven. Then I stopped. I don't know why to just continue with football. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I'd, yeah, just football's just been the main one, I guess. Wow. So um, it was year seven. That was like the last time that you competed. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, around year six, year seven, yeah. 
Wow. Can I yeah. ask how's the football going so far? Like with your training and all that kind of stuff. To be honest, I've been training a lot more during quarantine than like, but like during Destiny. Why are you laughing? <laughs> what the? <laughs> I didn't know. No, 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 I'm sorry. I did not know he trained. You never told me this. I didn't know he trained. I, I thought he was. Oh, I thought this is another one of. Ah, oh, I, I don't do that. Still. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna gas it. I'm not gonna gas it and say like, oh, I'm a professional, semi-professional on the way to. No, I'm not. I'm not yeah. there. I literally just play for like. It's it's kind of. It's leisure, but I've been, yeah, I've trained a lot more. So I've technically, I'm a lot better at football. Technically, I'm a lot better than I was like post-quarantine. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, that's what we want. Progression is progression. Exactly. I'm progression is, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. We've used this time that's wisely. About, for sure, for sure. That's fantastic. That's really good. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I've got one more question for each of you. All right. What is your right. long-term goal or whatever? If you've got Ooh. like one goal, what is the big goal? What is the dream? Well, um... oh my goodness. Who do you, do you want to go first or me? It's up to you. No, you go first. Is he froze? Or am I frozen? I think... can, you, can you see me? Am I moving? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me, oh, yeah, me oh, or oh, you oh, first? Yeah, you go first. Oh, you go first. me, you can go, go first. first. Yeah. Okay. So I want this podcast to grow as I grow with my oh, athletics. I want to do hand in hand. I want to get. Thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep getting. I want to keep getting huge people coming on here. I don't want to limit myself. If I can get the likes of the Kanye West, Kardashians, Barack Obama, whoever it is, I don't even care. Anyone. I'm not anyone, limits on what this thing because already we've we've succeeded expectations already. The people we've been able to get on here. Um, so I want this to grow with my athletics. Um, in athletics, there's many things I want to achieve as well. The Olympics, World Championships, uh, records, um, all-time records, all that sort of stuff. That kind of comes with time. Uh, and then I want to get my Adidas sponsorship. That's my, that's my, real, my real big okay. thing. Uh, it's a big okay. dream of mine. Because um, I, I want to rep the three stripes. I want to be among some of the, the best athletes in the world that are also with the brand. Um, I want to get my own signature shoe within Adidas, create my own stuff. Um, I just want to I want to elevate every part of myself so that I can help as many people as possible and show people that they can do it too you know mm-hmm. and just kind of look, make a legacy I see all these other athletes you see LeBron James you yeah. see all of these footballers Ronaldo Messi that, that have their legacy c- cemented the Usain Bolt so I want to do that but also having this podcast to help people to give them the specific information they need to, to get there so Definitely. I want to do this on the side as well Definitely. Love the energy. That was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. That's actually fantastic. Thank you. Josh, it's okay to say same. To be honest, yeah, same. But I guess because obviously I'm not an athlete, so I won't go exactly. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be that athlete in that. So you know, big up destiny for that. Um, but yeah, I guess growing that, growing the podcast is like the main thing for me. And through that, I just want to give back to young people because I feel like young people are lacking in a lot of opportunities, a lot of facilities, especially athletes, footballers. I just want to kind of build a social enterprise kind of thing and just hope, help young people. Like when I get to a stage where I'm experienced and I've experienced this, I've, I've learned my lessons, I've made mistakes and now I'm at a high point. Um, I want to give back to as many young people and yeah, just build some, just build community. Like the idea of community is so important. So I guess building a community, especially from where I'm from, is massively important and hopefully yeah, a lot of young people can find whatever field they're passionate about through whatever social enterprise I'm trying to I'm trying to build. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I love 
that this is just like black boy joy right here. And this is just so amazing. Such a positive, wow. positivity and everything. Like, yeah, yeah you what guys it's are about. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Thank and you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to do a lot more. I think we've got a lot of stuff planned. It would be amazing to get you and some other athletes all in one place. We record a video. Um, together yeah. we talk about all types of stuff af- athletics great. and non-athletics related yeah, and yeah. then just get this to grow I want the page to grow I want more people to see it um, I want people to want to come on and be a part of it just like you have so <clears throat> definitely Aww. and having people like you on to support it and be on it people are going to be like oh wow that's amazing look at what they're doing and mm. want to be a part of it as well which is which is what we which is what we want mm. you know I think having people like you has really highlighted like that we can actually reach that stage of like impacting so many people's lives. Cause I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting to have you on here. Like I was like, surely like, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but yeah. Like having you on here has really highlighted that. There's no reason for me to that, not. You guys yeah, are young, yeah. young men going towards a dream and whatever. And like I said, if I can help in any way, whether it's mm-hmm. given time, I'm so here for it. And just so that you guys do know, I have, you have my complete support. So any oh, shout so outs much. or whatever needed, I'm here for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So on that note, people, that is all for now. We will have much more on the way. We're definitely going to include Desiree in a lot of our our stuff going forward. Uh, We'll drop all our socials and stuff like that. And yes, where you can find our page. And be sure to catch her at British Champs on the weekend of the 4th and 5th of September. It'll be on TV and everything, so be sure to to be watching. I will be watching now. We'll give a quick snap, let the people know who we're rooting for. So... (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you so much, Desiree. You've been amazing. And yeah, stay posted. Um, If they can find your socials or anywhere, we're going to drop them in the description anyway. So yeah. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for watching. It's been JT. Des, you're not going to do your outro. Oh my gosh, sorry. It froze for a second. No, not you, as in old. I keep forgetting you and like Destiny and Desiree. It's literally the same. So whenever I say Des, I mean Destiny. And when I say Des, you respond. It's bad. There can only be one Des. I'm sorry. There right, can cool. only be one Des. Right. Destiny. I'm sorry, mate, but yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to hold the full one. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's me out, man. Um, God bless. Thank you guys for watching. More on the way. Thank you.